The Spanish announce table. What do you think a pitbull smells like? The rap artist Pitbull? I don't know if I'd call him a rapper yet, but what do well, you think Pitbull smells yeah, like? Yeah, the, the musical, uh, well, um, the uh, <laughs> the performance artist Pitbull. He probably yeah. smells like, uh, let's see, what's, what's a cliche uh, cologne right now for men, right? Uh, maybe one that's it doesn't even smell good, but it's just trendy because of the name, right? Whatever, whoever's got the hot cologne, he'll smell like that. And um, you, you ever smelled like a cheap fake jewelry when somebody sweat too much, right? I bet he smells like that a lot. You know what I mean? Like that that metallic yeah. SOS pad yeah. smell. What, what does he smell like? Fireball. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he smells like. So, T Mac, what's up, man? How have you been? You know, hanging out. Uh, what have I been up to? Hey, I went to uh, the National War, War World War One Museum did, for yeah. Veterans mm-hmm. Day uh, weekend this past it, weekend. It was yeah. half price. It looks awesome. Uh, it's great. It's really great. You get an in-depth 16-minute video talking about what all led to it because it really wasn't just the assassination of. Uh, the Austria-Hungary basic, like, prince. I mean, he wasn't a prince, but you know what I'm saying? Like, hierarchy of family royalty. It wasn't just that assassination. There were things going way before that. But uh, they get you into that. And then, man, it is an intense, you know, detail-oriented, just fact-based awesome museum and it tells you other things too like during the time of world war one albert einstein created uh e e e excuse me e equals mc square uh we also had babe ruth sign with the red sox during world war one i mean they give you all these other facts about historical things the first time a nobel peace prize winner was announced during the world war one uh time and so you just get a lot of great great stuff i loved it it was awesome if you haven't been go and if you have been if you listen to the, our earlier tim and tom episode mm-hmm. uh with laura vote right laura vote laura vote yep yes uh she had mentioned that only 10 percent of what they have is displayed at any one time so if you what? go again you know you'll see some new stuff that's the mind-boggling part of it. I'm excited to go there. I have not yet. Uh, and uh, as if I needed any further proof, uh, my cohort, my co-host, uh, boy, that both works. You just change one letter, and it, it fits you. fits you well. You're my fits cohort like slash co-host uh, of both this and Tim and Tom. If you're if you're listening for whatever show, you're going to hear both of these every once in a while. It's Survivor Series. We've got a big uh a big deal to, to talk about, man. We love the pro wrestling and the Survivor Series. So we're going to talk about that. can't wait for this Survivor Series. How much fun is this Survivor Series? First it's off, it's a lot of fun. You have Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Honestly, the definition of 2005 WWE versus W or TNA. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you in 2005, who were the icons of each industry? Right. Right. Or each promotion. It was Brock Lesnar. Well, Brock Lesnar was kind of on his way out, actually. 2003, let's say 2003, was still AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar. And now, all these years later, we get this dream match. On top of that, you got a five-on-five men's match with just such fantasy booking 
galore. I mean, you could have in the ring Nakamura and Triple H. You could have Braun Strowman and Bobby Roode. You could have Triple H and Bobby Roode. Think of that. That's yeah. like in the 1990s if you would have had the Ultimate Warrior and the Renegade in the ring at the same time. Remember him? Yeah, yeah, the Renegade. Yeah. <laughs> knock off of Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Here we have knockoff of Triple H. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> The Triple H knockoff, that's true. Yeah, I am super excited for this. Uh, I think it's a great move to brand uh, Survivor Series this way with the competing brands now. Uh, that was really good. And, I, and you know, I, I, I like that moving forward. I'm excited to see what happens. I love how they've booked things interchangeably with the, you know, the brand-specific stuff and the inner feud uh, between the two brands. Uh, they still, whoever's writing, it looks like maybe they split up the good writers amongst the two shows because things are kind of flowing in and out and it's working out really well. And, man, we'll get into our, well, let's save it for when we get into our Survivor Series preview in the next segment. But the first segment is always, has been, and always will be the mother-loving news do you got any news stories? Because I got two. Well, I mean, yeah, I. it's been a long time since we've been out for the pro wrestling, so what What two do you have? I can start looking up some of the two. Unless you just know four, we can just rock with that two or whatever, however many we I don't. I don't know, man. I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have not been as tuned in to pro wrestling since we've not done a Spanish announce table, um, but I have watched the last couple of weeks, got caught up. Um, so the news, though, I mean, I know. What, what are your two? Tell me what your two are. Well, I got the number one story in all of pro wrestling okay. and it's the end of one of the most iconic flash in the pan 15 minute careers of all time the chinless wonder oh yeah Eddie man with two hands james <laughs> ellsworth has man. been released from man. the wwe i feel like they fumbled with him man no they hit a home run well they, they did initially they did initially but i feel like when they when they ran with the Carmella thing, I liked it at first, but I just felt like it got stale and they didn't change him up after that, you know? And tried to make him this, like, vanilla ice, you know what I mean, like thing. And it was just like, ah, I don't know, man. And maybe maybe there was nothing else there. Maybe they, you know what I mean? Who knows? I don't know the yeah, inner workings. Yeah, I think the but- only thing that I would have done, because I love to fantasy book my own promotion, is I would have made him... 2017 version of Harvey Whippleman and put him as a manager for a Braun Strowman for uh, the Bludgeon Brothers, something like that, where it's such a contrast in just visual uh, optics that that would be the whole reason you watch. Uh, But I thought he did great with Carmella. I thought at the end when all the girls were giving him stone cold stunners, rock bottoms, people elbows, uh, choke slams, big foots, leg drops, all that. I thought that was fun. I wish they would have done that on TV because, you know, it mm-hmm, was fun to see. Mm-hmm. I still don't get why Carmella all of a sudden just was like, I hate him. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It, I don't um, know. I loved all of it. His career. What a shooting star and something we'll just probably never see again. He was the return of the jobber, for God's sakes. Remember, yeah. He was the first yeah. one when Braun Strowman was like, I'm a monster. Uh, he was like, all right, man, I'm going to fight you. And God bless America. Did they put his yeah. face right into his own asshole? And they just ran with that after that, you know? Uh, he had yeah. first wins over AJ Styles. Yeah, right. AJ Styles put in some work for that dude. And, and I just love it because forever, uh, for the rest of my life, if I ever need some inspiration, if I ever need like a 
man, this ain't ever going to happen, and I need to pick me up from that, I'm going to think of James Ellsworth for a couple reasons. One, I mean, look at him, and then, you know what I mean? Like, he put in, what, 18 years and tried everything and then made it big, even if it was for his 15 minutes of fame, right? He got there, so there's that. So there's that. And then, two, there's James Ellsworth, the character, giving me the inspirational line of all lines for the rest of my life that any man, T-Mac, any man with two hands has a fighting chance. And he ain't lying. (laughs) Yeah, look at him. Yeah, look at him. He looks like a – he looks like – a cold piece of sushi and he made it to the WWE. Like that is inspirational. You know, they always say like John Cena, never give up. I can't bench or have the work ethic of John Cena, but yeah. I can look better than the chinless wonder and get to the, and he got to the WWE. Well, then that gives to, me man. inspiration. Even yeah. yeah. The two hands inspiration. That's amazing. I love that. But just look at him. He looks like, he looks like when, uh, a woman or man makes a cake and then they put the icing and they start uh, uh, spreading the icing around the cake. And then in their piping, all the icing that's left and it just kind of hangs out in the in the plastic. That's what his body looked like. It looked like <laughs> just vanilla piping, just the the remains that <laughs> yeah. didn't make it onto the cake. Right. Yeah. I know. You're you know? About. Yeah. And then he had tacky tattoos. He almost looked like if you were drunk and did a create a character on a dare. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. So you, you're making a create a character and somebody says, Hey, remember that kid from high school? Uh, uh, Morton. And you're like, yeah, I remember Morton. What a dork. You'd be like, let's create a character like Morton and see if we can take him to the title. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. He looks like, he looks like the guy that you went to high school with. That's still trying to make a rap career in his forties. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Uh, and, like, yeah, I know a it, guy. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I know a guy. He's not quite in his 40s, but you know, he's got a right He's close, still trying it, right? He's close. You know? He's going to be trying. He's going to be trying. He's going to be trying unsuccessfully in his 40s. Not like the Royal Chief, who was on uh, our show, Tim and Tom, uh, last week. That dude is amazing. Uh, he's going places, but uh, this guy from my hometown. Always a good guy, yeah. don't get me wrong, but, you know, he was the James Ellsworth. But Maybe Ellsworth. he'll make it. Maybe he'll make it for 15 minutes. I love Ellsworth. His his indie rate just went up, so now that he goes to the NWLs or whatever circuit he decides to go to, his rate just went up, so he made some more money on top of the money he made there. Hopefully he goes to some signings, goes to Comic-Cons, and does some autograph sessions there. He's great. I hope he becomes the new white Virgil. The new white Virgil. Yes, in in twenty years we're gonna see James Ellsworth at a signing at a at a Comic Con in in uh, Omaha. <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah. next to who would he sit next to? Uh, probably still Virgil, but like someone else. <laughs> uh, like sitting next to Santino, you know? Like it would be those two it would be autographs. Virgil. It would be Virgil and uh, uh, Heath Slater. That's who it's gonna be. Oh no, Virgil and James Ellsworth should be a tag team called Ebony and Ivory, and they should just go around as a tag team taking on all the local big names. Like they should come to Kansas City and take on Dak and Maverick. Ebony the, and Ivory. The, no, they should just be called Eh? Can you believe it? <laughs> right? That'll be the Eh? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, they could go on tour and call and call it the Dreams Come True Tour. <laughs> the, and yeah. they just like, see, yeah, we right, made it. Right, yeah. 
the Believe in Yourself Tour, starring James Ellsworth and Virgil. The Anything is Possible Tour, starring yep. James Ellsworth and Virgil. Oh, What's your favorite man. James Ellsworth moment now that we're just on a riff about him? What's your favorite moment of James Ellsworth? Well, you know, a lot of the stuff in the middle is not, uh, or anything, I guess, right there at the end. So, you know, that when he was really, I liked when he was, the backstage stuff with Dean Ambrose and when he was trying to get away, you know, and the, and the wins over AJ Styles, I'd say those weeks there were like my favorite time of James Ellsworth, right? Because it was just that. Like, AJ Styles infuriated, like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I get it, right? He beat me, but nobody thinks this guy's fuck. Come on. Like, let's knock it off. And then he's got to keep going out and trying to prove it. And then he keeps annoying Dean Ambrose. Like, there were so many layers to that one. I think that was my favorite. But the favorite exact moment is the any man with two hands. Really? That's yours? Yeah, because it's just it's what sticks out and what I remember. The fact that they I didn't put about the time- big hands on a shirt, right? Any man with two like hands, that. right? Uh, I like the time that he tried to kill himself when AJ Styles gave him the (laughs) Styles Clash and he tucked his uh, front teeth because he has no chin into his throat. And and that's not what you do. And thank God for AJ Styles being the professional he is. And he stopped that and modified it or else he would have had. Well, especially especially with his chin i mean he can go even further so his head would have really been sticking out right you know what i mean like he yeah, could put his, he could spine. tuck his chin way further in than you could so yeah he'd have been almost like his almost a 90 degree angle with his head and, and shoulders at that point i don't know all right what's your second right, one i'm still another, looking all right uh, headline you ready for it yes all right uh let me see if i can come up with uh, um a headline here mm. uh okay i thought the club was still in action Oh, gosh, are you talking about that the rubber band club? Well, kind of. An injured WWE star is expected to return in-ring action soon. Dave Meltzer reported in the latest issue of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Scott Dawson of The Revival looks to be returning in mid-December. As you remember, Dawson suffered a torn bicep back in August, which required surgery. They were on fire, too, man, right when that happened? Yeah, but they're the same thing as the rubber band club. What's the difference? Tell oh, me you the mean difference. you mean the the WWE's version of the of the rubber band club, the the, the club. Yeah, the, the club. Whatever. The club, yeah. whatever the hell. I got it. Well, yeah, there's the no difference? difference. No, there is no difference. Well, okay, at least at least for da- Dash and Dawson, uh, at least they have the thing of saying, "Hey, it's no flips, just fists." We're just, you know, what I mean, they at least come out and say, "We're some brawlers. We're anti this new blah blah blah." Wait, right? We just come in and kick ass. At least they say that. The club is just some guys coming out going, "Hey, hey we're cool guys, right? Right? Look at us. We make jokes." And it's like, okay, well, what else? Right? There's no discernible gimmick there, right? And and the revival, they say, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Say> yeah." yeah. <laughs> The two. What yeah. is that? They say, yeah, well, that's what they do, man. They say, yeah. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. Can I just drink my beer? It's like $7.50. I really like to get it before it gets even warmer. Yeah, I, um, ah, man, you know. Uh, is, is their time passed? I think it has. Who? The the revival. You think they're going to come back to the same? No, I think yeah. the club is passed. I think well, they're yeah, the of course. Yeah, but that's but, what I'm saying. So I think when they come back, they're going to get all the things that maybe uh, 
the club should have got, right? So yeah. we might look at them and say, man, this would have been cooler if Carl Anderson did it instead of Scott Dawson. But guess what? The revival is homegrown and homemade, and they say, yeah. Yeah. I say, yeah. Uh, we had the Ric Flair 30 for 30 uh, also, by the way. We talked about it on Tim and Tom a little, but uh, we enjoyed that. Did you watch the Goldberg one, too, the Goldberg 24? No. It was good night. What a self-absorbed weirdo Goldberg is. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't – people who call themselves perfectionists I think are automatically weird. Like, no one's a perfectionist. You guys are just self-absorbed and want attention and want to be like, see, I am as good as I say I am. That's all you're really doing. Like, there's no, no such thing as a perfectionist, in my opinion. And so he was like, this isn't going to be fun. I don't know if I can perform to the level that I used to. It's like, you've never had a match longer than 15 minutes. Shut up. Shut up. Like, oh, man, that was great. I won the title. Showed it to my son. You did one move. Kevin Owens made you look great because he got distracted by Chris Jericho. And in the other matches, Brock Lesnar gave his body to you. Now, you did have a really, really fun Seven minute match at WrestleMania. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But everything leading up to that, yeah, dude, man, Goldberg, like, worse? you have he, to watch this. He's so bizarre to me. He is. Well, and I remember him talking like, uh, he was talking to somebody back when Ryback was talking shit on him. And uh, Ryback had mentioned that he, he thought he was a better athlete than Goldberg, which, I mean, you know, I probably got an argument. No. I mean, I mean, what, why? Goldberg played, Goldberg played in the NFL. Okay. What did Ryback do? Lift weights? We, okay. So, Ryback aside, I guess, yeah, maybe not Ryback, but numerous professional wrestlers are greater athletes than than Goldberg. Yes. Right, but yeah, Goldberg's still an elite athlete. Sure. Now, the thing is, uh, just the way to hear Goldberg's response to it, that it was laughable that anybody would suggest that they were a better athlete than him. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, come on, man. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, we all know that's fine. I would laugh it off if Ryback... Yeah, I guess if that's I was true. Goldberg and Ryback said oh, yeah. I was a better, he was what? a better athlete than me. I would and es- that especially in hindsight, because this was right when Ryback was first really hanging around, and we didn't know Ryback was just fucking the Ryback. You know what I mean? Like well, we didn't realize it was a fucking that. Look at all of Ryback's feet of strength. He couldn't do anything. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't yeah. even keep up Prince Albert or what Tensai or whatever mm-hmm. he was at that time. Yeah, and it was like Tensai is a pro. He's gonna do everything he can to keep up and steady. And if you can't keep him up and steady. Maybe you ain't as strong as you think you are. And so, yeah, Ryback, I was never yeah. sold on that guy. He looked like a bloated boulder. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega. Yeah, Wrestle what Kingdom. do you think about that? That's I think weird, that's neat. right? That's it, is, weird. it is weird, but I'm, it's neat. I'm, I'm going to watch that. You're not going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. You're not going to watch I'm it. I'm going to watch it. I bet you. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. You will not wa- you will watch, watch it later. No, I'm going to watch it. What, what time does it air live? Well, I'm saying you won't watch the first run. You'll watch the YouTube highlight clips. No, no, no. I'll watch it. Uh, I'll watch it online. Uh, yeah, no, I will. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're well, grinning right now. You won't. When is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch that shit. No, <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, um. No, I'm gonna watch. I want to watch that match though. I'm gonna watch. I may not like, yeah, seek it out that day, but I'm gonna watch that match for sure. 
It's Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yeah, I knew I knew it was Wrestle Kingdom 12. I just don't know exactly. I love what it. it. Wrestle Kingdom I didn't, is fun. The thing about that is I don't watch New Japan, right? And I know Wrestle Kingdom is there, and I know Wrestle Kingdom is coming up, but I know that with today's age, social media and the way it is, I, I don't need to know. When it's coming up in a day or two, that's all I'm going to see Every time I log on to my phone for anything, it's going to be all over everything. I'm like, oh, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom's on Friday or whatever the hell. Right? Right. Yeah. So I like Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Um, I love, it. I love the Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It's a good show. I love the whole fun of it. Um, I think what would be cool, or I think the wrinkle they might try to do is because they keep, it seems to me that they keep hinting at Cody Rhodes and uh, Kenny Omega has like tension amongst who's going to lead the Bullet Club. I bet you. At the end of the night, you're going to see the new leader of the Bullet Club, Chris Jericho. Ah, you think so, huh? I think he's done at WWE. I, I think really he is, do. too. Not that he's, like, done, done. Yeah. But I think he knows, I did the list, there's really creative, not much more I can do. Oh, yeah, right. So let's mail it in, per se, and let's get a really easy check and not do too much crazy stuff with... People who really I want to work with, like mm. a Cody Rhodes, like a Jay Lethal, like a um, Kenny Omega, like a Tanahashi, you know, yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. And then I can have more fun. Yeah. I think there's something in the works. And this is just me speculating recklessly that at the end of the night, you're going to see Chris Jericho, leader of the rubber band club. I, pew, pew, I like that. And uh, yeah, why not? I like that, man. More guys like that, right? You're, you're nearing the end of your WWE time. They can retain a few of these guys that are near the end to help build some newer talent, but not all of them. And you know what I mean? At some point, there's really nothing to do. Everything would just be stale and it would be annoying the fans and it would be boring you and it would be taking time away from somebody else that we could give that spotlight to. So why not go over, you know, let them go out and do these things, right? But do you think it'll be a good match? Like, aesthetically, watching it, do you think it'll be a good match? Because I know that Chris Jericho had probably the best run he's ever had with the list and the friendship festival with Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens Mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. But his in-ring work, he looked like his age. He looked every bit his age. And Kenny Omega is a... Freak athlete. He's that AJ so, Styles type athlete. So. I think. I think what you'll do. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll get something good because Jericho's got some time now to a rest up a little bit. He's not on the WWE grind. He True. can. He can do the DDP yoga thing for a bit. Get really into it. Work really hard on this specific match. Train for that one. You know what I mean? Get a little cardio built up. At least that match. Now, if he sticks around and hangs out longer, you're going to see more of what you saw with WWE. But. For this match, I'm sure I would hope. I mean, he's got that work ethic and that desire to not look like a, a bum in front of everybody that he would at least put on. Good enough to let Kenny Omega shine and show off his athleticism. Right. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I think uh, Okada. I mean, this is where I think the fringe New Japan pro wrestling fans like yourself, like me, where maybe you haven't seen 10 uh, Tanahashi matches, or maybe you haven't seen 10, uh, young, but buck matches, something like that. But you've heard these names you're going to watch cause Chris Jericho. And then you might leave a fan of the undercard. 
And so that's where I think we're going to have some fun. I think those guys are going to try to shine like they have never shined before. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, Hey, they got rid of a bunch of people lately, too. Some people have been out the door in WWE since we've been gone. Who all is left? I'm trying to look through and remember. Uh, oh, we don't need to cover all yeah, of it. But yeah, a bunch of nobodies. Right, a bunch of nobodies, right? Well, who? I can't remember. So you know, some of the uh, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Summer Ray. Summer Ray is gone, right? Um, Bye, Emma. Emma, yeah, Emma was a pretty, you know, big that one. That was that a big got. one because she was featured in in uh, Japanese Dolls' uh, first program on the main roster. Yeah, that's true. Japanese Dolls. That's what she looks like. She looks like every Japanese store kiosk that I walk by at a mall. There's nothing to Oscar. I hate oscar i know you do i know you do and i don't get it what because what is it what is there to get but i don't know that that's why why do you hate that why are you so adamantly angry about it every time somebody brings up everyone i don't hate her first off and and let let's clarify it for any tim and tom listeners that are checking out spanish (laughs) down stable i hate nothing in pro wrestling as far as legit hate this is all tv show hate like you hate a character on your favorite favorite episode of csi Mm -hmm. or lost or house of cards or what's the walking dead right like i hate them that way i don't hate the person at all anyhow everyone speaks of oscar as if she is this juggernaut personified intensity uh shooting star of of beacon of women's wrestling and it's like you mean the the girl that has a little soft belly and weird hand gestures and I haven't heard speak once that girl. Yeah. Well, but to me, that's the same, uh, you could say the same about Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, well, Nakamura at least now in WWE, I completely agree. The Nakamura you see in WWE is Oscar. Right. Yeah. It's a, because they don't know how to book Japanese talent and never have. Uh, but I, I do agree. I do agree that she's got some charisma. When I look at her, I'm like, she's fun to watch, you know? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. No. All right, man. Well, 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong here. She looks like someone who was asked out of the crowd to fill in (laughs) and they said, here's some stuff. (laughs) I don't think that's true. Look at her. She does nothing. (laughs) That's iconic. She just moves around and just gyrates. I, I'm not saying she's doing something iconic, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to the Oscar match on the card. Usually, I'm not, whatever. But I'm not like it's not like Alicia Fox to me, where I'm like, I have to fast forward this. I can't watch this. I like Alicia Fox more than I like Oscar. <laughs> Man, well, I mean, look, I get it. One half of the greatest wrestling match of all time. You're gonna hey, pay attention. Is this Captain Alicia Fox thing with the. <laughs> oh yeah. Nia Jax. That's so much fun. If anything, on the Raw team, and we'll get into it uh, in Mm -hmm. our Survivor Series preview, if anyone on the women's Raw team has been carrying this storyline, it's Alicia Fox. Well, and and don't get me wrong. Maybe Alicia Fox was a bad example right now because, yeah, she's been putting in some of the funnest stuff she's done ever. Um, But you you know who else I'm talking about? Who else was that level I'm going to say that person's better, too. Who else was that? <laughs> All right, then. All right, then. We'll move on. Here's another story, man. Uh, this happened a little while back, uh, but a bunch of guys and, and gals on the 
on the crew here got meningitis and were unable to go, and they had to sub in Kurt Angle in a major pay-per-view and a major angle in, a re- in the reunion of the Shield. Uh, what do you think of the Kurt Angle return to the ring? Well, I think maybe that has something to do with now that Kurt Angle's in Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that viral meningitis happens if we see Kurt Angle at Survivor Series. Probably we might not, yeah. be still seeing a let's wait, we don't know. But when your back's up against the wall and you need people to subscribe to your network and X, Y, and Z, you throw a Hail Mary. And in this case, it worked. And again, Kurt Angle isn't in a one-on-one match. So anytime he takes a bump that makes him go like, whew, that one hurt a little bit, you just tag out, catch your breath. So I think it's perfect in the two matches that we're going to see him in. Well, one match that we saw him in and the second match we will, we will see him in shortly. Um, I think it's perfect for his age, his neck, and every you know health concern that he has. So I like it. All right, man. Anything else before we take a break and do our thing, man? We got to you know, use the bathroom and all that kind of fun stuff before we come back and, and just break down this card, huh? Is that what we'll do next segment? We'll just kind of break down the card, give our thoughts, maybe some predictions yeah, uh, that's as we go along? Meet- Uh-oh. I think T-Mac froze up on me. Look at that. See, we can't even... We can't even pull off one Spanish announce table without technical difficulties. We didn't have any of this. There are you. There are you. Can you see me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. Couldn't. Yep. You froze up. Couldn't see you. Couldn't hear you. And none of this happened with Tim and Tom ever. We do a Spanish announce table and we get technical difficulties. Why? It's a sign. Why? Why does this happen? It's a sign. Spanish announce table's cursed. (laughs) Spanish announce table's cursed. Well, hey, got confirmation from the guy on the show last week. Uh, the Royal Chief on Tim and Tom, local Kansas City rap artist, uh, told us uh, it's cool we use his intro, or his uh, music as some outro videos. So this here, Shoot Me Down by uh, the Royal Chief. You should check him out. Uh, we're going to take a break, man. We're going to go go to the bathroom, do our thing, come back, talk about Survivor Series. I'm excited for that. Fun fact, David Flair is the youngest wrestler in history to win the United States title. When this shit get deep, you gotta learn to swim In the water with the sharks Young nigga got a fin for myself All I wanted was the world Put a bone top and then I'll give it to my girl I'm flexing on them, I just did a set of curls Flex nigga Flex, flex nigga Chief. Give me credit, don't deny me This is not a hobby Rep the town and people stand behind me Killer city got me Boy, the posse quit the The Spanish announce table they hit a home run with their men and women's uh, title versus title matches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the whole – I mean, I don't know about the whole card. But you know what I mean? Like this, this the whole setup of it all for sure. I mean, yeah. Th- this is a great card. I, I agree, T-Mac. So what, what are your initial yeah. thoughts here? What are your initial – yeah, I mean, we've said it. it. You're you're pumped. You're excited. Is there anything, key points that you're like, I- I'm looking forward to X, Y, and Z? What do you look forward to? Well, the thing that I love the most is, so people always say when they, they watch wrestling with me, because I can kind of, and we all can do this, Cataclysmic, Living Legend, you, uh, you know, the lifers that have watched wrestling can kind of go like, oh, okay, so from here, this is when John Cena runs in. Hits the F5 or, you know, hits the uh, AA, gets the one, two, three, and then wins, right? Like, we can all predict that. With this, I really don't know any direction they're going to go because it's baby faces and heels 
against baby faces and heels. You could theoretically have a final two-on-two of Kurt Angle and Triple H versus Shane McMahon and Nakamura. Mm -hmm. Who wins in that? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to say. There's no like, oh, okay, well, you know, Jinder Mahal is the jobber in this of the four, so he's going to lose. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I love about it. It's unpredictable. I mean, they could still shit the bed because it's WWE, but it just – it has so many fun aspects. New Day versus The Shield, two of the most iconic three-person stables of all time. It's like Freebirds, Shield, New Day. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's really it. You know what I'm saying? And here they go, babyface versus babyface. It's not like the shield are these mean heels and the new day are these, you know, baby faces on top of a mountain screaming for justice. It's they're both fucking awesome. Right. So what happens there? Yeah. I I agree. Right? Well, let's so let's start breaking down the card then. All right. Let's get into it. Let let's me start. It. Let me start from the beginning with the kickoff show. We have the WWE, excuse me, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship on the line when Enzo Amore defends the title against Kalisto, the crazy lucha thing. Well, see, uh, now this is what I don't care about. Yeah, this is probably the least impressive match on the card. Uh, um, God, why did, why isn't he the crazy lucha thing? They should have ran with that. That yeah. should be like his, his hashtag, where, his, 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 his whole like shirts should be, he's the crazy lucha thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> this is where I think they, they had a misstep because where I would have done it's raw versus SmackDown. Right. But for two Oh five live, who is their counterpart? Yeah, there well, is not really NXT because NXT gets, uh, moved up to the main roster and two Oh five live goes with the main roster. So who's left, right? And it's the WWE European uh, stable. Yeah. So this I, is yeah. where. So I'd argue that that's what WWE want. That's the narrative they put out with 205 Live and so, But like to me, yeah, you'll see the cruiserweights on Raw, but I still don't view them as like main roster guys you know i mean i I could i would wouldn't mind a 205 versus nxt thing but then i feel like you've got to book nxt to win most of those because it's there's like actual good storylines on that show and you know i mean yeah but no i'm not saying nxt you you do 205 live champion enzo amore Mm -hmm. versus european wwe champion oh that uk now they already did it on raw but I would have saved it for this because yeah. that's the counterpart to 205 Live yeah. as the European champion. The UK champion. Or UK champion, whatever it's called. Mm. And so that's where I think they miss misfired. Yeah. That wouldn't just work. A normal raw match. That wouldn't work if you ever get a big UK champion, though. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you get a guy that's 6'4, uh, you know, 300 or something, you know. Yeah, but who says the UK championship is going to be around this time next year? So yeah, for right now, you got Pete Dunne and I, Enzo. I forgot it existed until you brought that up, man. And it's still Pete yeah. Dunne? Yeah, it's Pete Dunne. Because remember, Pete Dunne beat uh What a match. God, that Enzo was an amazing Warner. match. Yeah, what, uh, uh, he, uh, what was his name? The um, Tyler Bate. That oh, match that they had? Match, yeah, on NXT was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Man, that was amazing. That well, match was amazing. Are- 
they flirted with this on 205 Live when they had the UK roster on 205 Live. That's where I thought you either do the champion versus champion or you do the 205 roster versus the UK roster, Mm -hmm. right? Well, so who do we got? I think Enzo's taking this one. Yeah, Enzo's going to take it because Kalisto can't cut a promo to save his life. And he still fumbles and bumbles like uh, Sin Cara. He's the crazy lucha thing. All right, let's move on to the Intercontinental Champion versus the United States Champion, The Miz versus Baron Corbin. They had a fun little video uh, smack talking feud back and forth a week or so ago. Uh, what do you got? What do you think's happening here? Well, they've had it a couple weeks, actually. Right, yeah. Because um, yeah. remember, Baron Corbin brought up uh, Miz's unborn child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, scaredy dog. Well, she's uh, she's wanting Miz, I think. Um, yeah, she said, don't talk I, about Miz. <laughs> yeah, she, don't don't talk shit on Miz. That's what she was saying there. Now she's leaving because she's mad that I'm talking yeah, about her. She's upset. Uh, she should be. That was the British Bulldog, by the way. Um <laughs> I think I'm going to take Miz because Miz still needs that. He needs some feather in his cap that he can pull over raw, right? So he's intercontinental champion, but he lost when it was Kurt Angle shield versus his five man group, right? So what he can use now is I'm the intercontinental champ and I beat SmackDown's United States champ where Baron Corbin is just a mean old man he can just mm-hmm. kick ass for a few weeks and then he's back. You know what I'm saying? You know what else I love about this match is that both of these guys have the same kind of standing in the storyline as compared to other pro wrestlers, right? So both of these guys, uh, win or lose, the next week will be bragging about this or trying to not brag about this, right, in in the in the ring the next time. And whoever they're talking to, their next opponent or the other people in the ring, you know, are just going to be like, yeah, whatever, man. You know what I mean? They're just going to be like, whatever, fuck this guy, right? And, like, that's how they are. If Miz is, is mad about something, they go, oh, yeah, but remember you lost uh, you lost that match against Baron Corbin, and then he gets all upset. They'd say the same thing to Baron Corbin, right? He'd be talking smack, and they'd be like, well, but you did lose to Miz, and then he'd be all upset. Or if they won, both of them go in there like, hey, I won that match. Everybody'd be like, yeah, whatever, we don't care. Right? That's just yeah, like that's how, they, that's how they get treated, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, though, Baron Corbin loses this because they might go with the narrative of you couldn't cash in money in the bank. You yeah. couldn't beat Raw's Intercontinental Champion. Why are you on SmackDown's yeah. roster? And then they go with something like that. So yeah. for that reason, I take the Miz. That is – you nailed exactly what I was thinking, too. I'm going to go with the and Miz there also. he has the Miz Dirage. So, so uh, Hurts' asshole mm-hmm. and Bray mm-hmm. Light could uh, mm-hmm. help out. and um, Bray what? Bray Light. Bray Light. Bray Light. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like a uh, diet Bray. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. He's 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 Bray's he brother. The part, well, he's, he ain't doing anything. He's Bray's brother that you know moved to Hollywood. He's gonna try to be an actor, but we really know he's gonna come back to the swamp someday back here on the farm and work <laughs> and work. I mean, there's no other options. All right, well, then we got the women's five on five traditional survivor series elimination match. 
Bailey joins Raw team captain Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, and Sasha Banks against SmackDown team captain Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Tamina, and a superstar still to be named in the five-on-five women's traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Uh, you called this. I don't know if we had this uh, recorded yet or not. Uh, uh, so I'll just let you say it. Who is the It's going to be Paige. It's Paige, yeah. But she's going to lose. Asuka's going to yep. go over. Asuka wins everything. Mm. And then and then a surprising page is going to get blamed for the loss because the rest of the SmackDown girls didn't know that she was yep. going to be a part of the team. So they couldn't strategize, yada, yada, yada. Paige becomes the uh, yeah. lovable. Here, here's page. exactly what happens. Um, okay. I'm going to break this down. I'm looking at this here, right? Stupid Oscar's going Bailey, to win this. Bailey is the first person eliminated. Okay. Bailey no, gets eliminated. No, you're wrong. No, hold on. All right. Bailey gets eliminated. And then um, I, and I say it's by Naomi. And then um, Sasha Banks will eliminate Naomi. That's going to leave. Let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Then, um, <laughs> this is great. Tamina is going to then take out Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox, right? So then we're going to be down to Asuka and, um, uh, Nia Jax, okay? Against Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, right? The four, oh, and five, and Paige, right? But, Nia Jax is going to go on a tear, right? It's going to be down. She's going to eliminate all the rest until Tamina finally gets her, and then but then Oscar's going to take over with the help of Nia Jax, right? And, and they're they're those two are going to be the last two left standing. But the the deal's going to come down to Paige and Carmella. Carmella's going to get pissed that Paige was there sh- uh, showing her up, and that's what's that's what's going to move on, like you were saying there. That's how that's going to happen. So I've got Oscar and uh, Nia Jax standing tall. Oh, no, you're wrong. Um, Nia Jax is going to be the first one eliminated. <laughs> okay. They're going to all gang up on Nia Jax nah. to eliminate her, just like they always do with King Kong Bundy or Big Show in a Royal Rumble. Yeah, but I think they want to build her up. Yeah. But That's what, so Tamina's going to do that. They're going to – they're, well, they're not going to gang up on her. build up because she needs something yeah, yeah. to, like, have a feather in her cap, right? right? you still think so Oscar – yeah, it's still going to be Oscar, but I still think, like, uh, remember at the Royal Rumble when Baron Corbin eliminated Braun Strowman? I think that's what they're going to mm-hmm. do with Tamina eliminating Nia Jax, where it's like yeah. they're similar and Tamina needs something more. So that's when Tamina eliminates Nia Jax, and Nia Jax loses to everyone, anyhow. Um, <laughs> so is Oscar Soul? And then Oscar, yep, wins for the team so she has to overcome a three to one deficit or something is what you're yeah, thinking it's gonna be oscar right? running through carmella becky lynch and Paige. right there you go all right we will move on it'll be fun to see Paige back i guess do you um, think any run-ins happen on that do you think uh a naomi or a, a natalie or N- natalie mm, uh no, maddie runs no. in i mean I, it may be but man, uh, you know, I don't know. I, those things are so crowded already. Thing, I think they'll do a thing. Remember when uh, Daniel Bryan was the surprise fifth yeah. guy for the Survivor Series team, but Miz walked out first. Yeah, I think it'll be where Na- where Natty walks out. And was like, okay, guys, I'll join the team, and they're like, actually, we had someone else. Paint. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, that's it. You nailed it. All right, Raw Women's Champion versus the SmackDown Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Whoa, British Bulldog. Calm it down. Calm it down. She doesn't like this one, you see. You got to, man. Where's Davy Boy at? He can get her quiet. I know. Uh, I've got... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've got constipation, is what you can. Oh no, she's sick. Mark. She's sad because she's sad because these are the two best women, and someone has to lose. Yeah, someone That's has to she's lose. Sad about. She's sad. I mean, I so get here's it. Here's the here's the perfect booking about this match: is Alexa Bliss <laughs> and Charlotte have never faced each other. Yeah, that's true, huh? That's fun. So it is a Raw versus SmackDown thing in the sense that even though they started with the draft where Charlotte was on Raw and Alexa mm-hmm. Bliss was on mm-hmm. SmackDown, they, they did the swap, the so they time. still have yep. never seen each other in the ring together. Yep. And so that's perfect. That is a Raw versus SmackDown yeah. match. Well, And they are and the so, number one. They're the flagship of those divisions. And they won the title on the other show. Alexa Bliss is a former SmackDown women's champion. Charlotte Flair is a former Raw Women's Champion. So they can say to each other, I've conquered your show as well. So I love this match. This is a match I'm very excited for. I don't know where they're going to go. I lean Charlotte because they went with the sentimental Ric Flair thing. I think they're going to ride that train a little bit farther. I can see a run-in from... See, if... If they go safe, so this is my thought process. They could go safe with the mystery fifth person. It could be Natty, right? Mm-hmm. And then initially and originally, Paige was a Raw superstar. She was drafted to Raw. So I could see Paige then making herself relevant in the Alexa Bliss-Charlotte match and costing Alexa Bliss the match and saying, like, I'm back, bitch. Check me out. I'm pale. And so yeah, what was happen. the last thing, um, Alexa Bliss? I'm kind of blanking on her last promo. Did she call herself the greatest or anything like that? No, or she's always called herself the goddess. Yeah, so she's they the could... goddess. But did she hit that heavy on that last promo? Because if that, that could be a tell. Because then Paige could come out and be like, "Oh, you think you're better than me, right?" You know. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. They could go either way on that. That's a good. That's a so, good point there. I think. I think, though, I'm going Charlotte. I think I'm going Charlotte because they did the whole sentimental Ric Flair thing, so then the next week on SmackDown, they want to piggyback off that. They can't do it if she loses at the pay-per-view, so they're going to keep well, going. Well, you know what? I, then just to be different, I'll go Alexa Bliss because it was a coin flip for me, and you know we picked a lot. We picked really similar, so I'll go with that. Actually, we've picked exactly the same almost uh, if you if you count our Nia Jax <laughs> discrepancy. Uh, yeah, I'll go Alexa Bliss. Fine. Why not? All right. We've got – this is awesome. The Shield and the New Day. They're they're both the greatest. Uh, you know, if you we didn't grow up with Freebirds, but so we'll say the greatest outside of the Freebirds, uh, three man teams ever. Oh, they're and, way better and, than the Freebirds. Yeah, yes, right. So they're the greatest three man teams ever, and then they've been around for about the same amount of time. You know, at least uh, who we know these personalities as these roles. So this is just great. It was one of those where like, oh, will we ever see it? And we were like, of course we will, and then we never saw it, and now here we go. Here we go. I'm going the shield, and this is the reason why. New Day loses a lot, right? So remember WrestleMania, uh, whatever that was, 32, when they lost to the European Union or whatever they were called. Remember Uh the Rusev and Wade Barrett? They lost at WrestleMania, even though they were the League of Nations, wasn't it? 
League, League of, of Nations. Nations. That's what it was. So they lost there, right? Mm-hmm. They lost to, I think, the Wyatt family before the draft was mm-hmm. implemented. Right. Yeah, they lost a lot. They they did. So they've they sure lost did. a lot. But the Shield, mm-hmm. they don't lose. They don't lose, and, and they just came back. we're still waiting for the original Shield to get a win because Kurt Angle. No, they did on uh, Raw, didn't they? They did on Raw. Yeah, but a pay-per-view, like a signifying yeah right right yeah no it's it, this is totally the shield easy to see but man new day's promo was great i love how when they were like oh we've got at least 25 championships because i mean most of that was kofi and he's like it was, it was all kofi he's really good and he was like oh you know like thanks man uh that was fun and then when he was like hey they've broken up before like you know they're not gonna be a team come around next time but you know, but see, I thought you know maybe I mean? that was signaling a they've never broke up. We right. never have. Well, actually, maybe we have. Yeah. And so, hey, wouldn't that be fun if we get a heel turn from somebody in the new day uh, at Survivor Series? How about that? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Hey, who would a, you book the, the, the heel turn? Biggie. Biggie, huh? Not Xavier Woods? No, because I think Biggie turns heel and then you do the two on one Kofi and uh, well yeah and Xavier, Xavier Woods has got that he's got that video game thing he's probably he's kind of too big of a personality even outside of wrestling to kind of really make him a, an efficient heel I think at this point right he's got all the game nerds and, bought in yeah Kofi and then good too yeah I think he's the least of the three to turn heel but yeah. I think they want to do similar to what they did with Big Cass and Enzo yeah, right where it's now we have a monster a new yeah. monster in the, and in yeah the and Kofi I mean yeah we haven't seen we saw heel Kofi when the New Day turned heel but they weren't even full heel um right you know what I mean I just don't know that how good that heel Kofi would be it'd be interesting to see he's been around a bit Yep. So I've got the shield. I don't know if I'm going to wager a, a bet on that, but I've got the shield over the new day. Yeah, I got that too. Raw Tag Team Championship versus SmackDown Tag Team Championships when Cesaro and Sheamus or The Bar take on the Usos. Um, God, I still don't like that name, but Cesaro and Sheamus, uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to go with the Usos on this one. I feel like the Usos. I'm going with the Usos for the reason that I picked the shield over the new day. So then you have to give the Usos something, or you have to give SmackDown something. And the Usos are the best tag team in the world. Better than the yeah. Young Bucks, better than the Revival, better than the uh, Club, better than Cesaro and Sheamus, better than the Shield, better They're than the, the New Day. Yeah. I agree with that. I think, I think when given time, they're the best thing in WWE. I think they're awesome. Yeah. I do. Uh, I, like, I do. Oh, oh yeah. They're amazing. Uh, I agree with you. And and sustained long-term at the top now and just, I mean, uh, so comfortable out there on the mic now. Uh, can still go top-level, uh, elite-level talent in the ring. Uh, know how to work the crowd now. Uh, they have, uh, from when we first saw them come out to this now, they have completely uh, improved four times over. I mean, it's just it's amazing how well they how good they've become. They're awesome. They're mm. they're so damn good. I love them. So yeah, I'm going to Usos. I like that too. All right, then we have the men's five on five traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Triple H joins Raw Tag Team or Raw Team Captain Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe against SmackDown Captain Shane McMahon, John Cena. Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Bobby Triple H Rude in the men's five-on-five traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Um, 
you, you brought this up. Uh, Jason Jordan hit a home run with his in-ring segment, uh, begging Kurt Angle to reconsider. And he was believable. You were like, I legitimately feel bad for him. I felt bad for <laughs> well, the and, bastard. And then yeah. I was like, Triple H, why did you have to beat him up? <laughs> there was yeah, no there reason was no for reason. That. You could have just like shoulder-checked him and walked Even out. That, you, you didn't have just, to do that. You could have just brushed your shoulder off and be like, get out of here, I signed your check. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, what a you, jerk why did you? I, why did you curb stomp him with your dick? That doesn't make yeah, any sense. Why did you do that? <laughs> uh, this has so many fun possibilities mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. This is why I love this. Because you can do John Cena, Braun Strowman. You can have Triple H, John Cena. You could go back to the first time we saw John Cena do John Cena, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Then you could do Kurt Angle, Nakamura. Then you can do Bobby Roode and Braun Strowman. Then you can do... Shane McMahon and Triple H. Like, there's just so many fun, oh, shit, what moments, what happens here. And yeah. that's what makes this match so much fun. Well, and it makes it super hard to predict. Like, I don't, I, you know, I could legitimately see any number of these people being a survivor and winning this thing. Like, uh, there's so many ways that it could pan out. There's so many people that I view that they want to push. It's so just it's it's one of the most interesting bags uh, of what ifs that they've given us all year. I'm going team raw because I think we're going to start to see the egomaniac Shane McMahon come out and he's going to do something that costs the match because of his inflated ego. And then that's where we're going to start to see some tension between Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon Things like that. I think we're going to start ramping up this whole Shane McMahon starting to be a renegade heel character. Uh, I think think we see. uh, Or or, we could easily see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens costing the SmackDown team Mm -hmm. the match because they don't want to be a part of this, you know, tyrant that is Shane McMahon. Or, Or we see SmackDown because Jason Jordan comes in. And he turns heel to help Team SmackDown. Yeah, I could easily. Yeah, I could right. see him giving a belly to back to his dad, Kurt mm-hmm. Angle, or yeah, the the nut punch to Triple, Triple H. H. He could do the the Ric yeah. Flair nut punch to Triple H. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody gets hurt. Kurt Angle gets hurt. Right. Kayfabe. He gets hurt. He's out. But they're down a, a team member now. Right. Things are getting dire. It, it's down to Triple H and Kurt Angle, right? And there's Randy Orton, John Cena, uh, and Shane McMahon left, right? Oh, and Shinsuke Nakamura, right? It's like four on two, uh, and Kurt Angle gets hurt. Now it's Triple H, and out comes Jason Jordan, right? I mean, he's still limping a little bit, right? It still hurts, and and he's like, I can do, th- I can do this, right? And Triple H is like, fine, right? And Triple H turns to go ahead and nut punch, and then, uh they cover Triple H. He throws his own dad in there, covers, and then Kurt Angle's got to an answer to Triple H on Raw. I mean, there's yeah, they could go so many fun ways with this. Yeah, they could do a Kurt Angle versus uh, Triple H leading off of this into Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. We don't know, but I my gut says Raw wins, and it's because Shane McMahon gets a little too crazy. Then I'm gonna go. I'll do my. I'll, I'll do SmackDown wins because uh, uh, because Jason Jordan. Then just so we can have some fun. How about that? I'll see I like SmackDown. It. Smack- 
down, and you're saying raw. I'll write these down so we can send them over to our friends at the Trending Topics Network, where our show is hosted, uh, as is Tim and Tom and many other great shows. We have a little pool going against them to see who can pick better, and we are not winning that. So, uh, <laughs> we have not been. Some people over there really good at picking. All right. What do you think, man? Survivor Series. Any, any, now that we've talked it out, anything changed in your well, mind? We got about one more the... match. Oh, yeah, we do. That's right. I thought, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big one. Uh, sorry, I didn't scroll. Universal Championship versus WWE Championship. Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles. Man, here again, uh, it feels like because they've built up Brock Lesnar so much that. You feel like you got to go AJ Styles in this, right? Because he'd do the thing, right? It's it's the AJ Styles. He overcomes the the obstacles. But, man, I, oof, I don't know. It's Brock Lesnar. He doesn't job to a whole lot of guys. Yeah, but they love AJ Styles. They AJ do. Styles, even though he's a TNA guy and all, you know, New Japan, yada, 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 he's a WWE guy now. They've, mm-hmm. they've bought into him 100%. And so I think, yeah, the money is AJ Styles conquers the beast, goes to SmackDown, says, I'm the best, takes out Jinder Mahal, then starts. Then we could probably see a heel turn from that where his ego then is like, yeah, I am the best. See what I've done? You can't do what I've done. This is the house that I built, and I'll do what I want. You know? Yeah. I can talk but to if he it. loses, Brock Lesnar goes away, and then nah, yeah. what do we do? So I'm right. going AJ Styles. I, yeah, I think you talked me into it. I'm going to go with AJ Styles, too. I like that. Uh, now. We've talked it out. Anything change? Anything? You, you look looking more forward to anything else or still this is just you pumped for the show, ready to rock it out? I'm pumped. There's yeah. so many fun things that can happen that we don't know what will happen, and that's what makes wrestling fun. When you don't know what can happen, that's when it's the most fun. That's very true. I agree with that. Uh, so cool, man. All right. This is uh, this has been fun. The Spanish announce table has been a bit. Yeah, it was fun. I like doing this. We're hey. gonna do it another one. We're gonna, so we're gonna do a, uh, we're gonna do Spanish Announce Table special episodes, a part of Tim and Tom mm-hmm. for the Big Four and for non wrestling fans who don't know what that means. We're gonna do one for Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and the granddaddy of them all, mm-hmm. WrestleMania. So yep. uh, expect special Spanish Announce Table episodes for those events. Uh, if you don't know what the Spanish Announce Table w- was or is. It's what we used to do before we revamped Tim and Tom. Mm-hmm. So look into that if you're interested in past and, episodes. And uh, if you were and uh, uh, are still a listener of the Spanish Announce Table, uh, you may remember Tweet the Table. Feel free to still do that. I will sprinkle some of those in on our specials. We may not have a dedicated segment, but as we're talking about, say, this match, if somebody gave us a really funny or really poignant uh, tweet the table. We'll sprinkle those in and give you a little plug. So feel free if you're ever still out there watching wrestling, uh, thinking about this show anytime, have a wrestling thought, still feel free to use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter and do that. We can sprinkle in some of those because some of you guys out there gave us some real fun uh, moments with those. So we would like to still keep those involved if you if you want. If you want to do that. Definitely. This was fun. That. This was fun. And, uh, man, we will be back next week with a Tim and Tom booking up our guest uh, as we speak yet. But we want to make sure we get everything in cement before we go announcing. Uh, but uh, we we had the Royal Chief last time. We can't forget that. That dude is awesome. Uh, really good, Yeah, check man. him out. Spotify. All the, I always listen to Spotify, so that's what I'm going to say first. He's on there. He's also on every other major uh, music platform. Check him out. Local guy. Really good music. Um, and, yeah, we will be ne- back next week to our regular scheduled program of Tim and Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I was going to pull up uh, uh, some of the Royal Chiefs uh, music on our way out of here. And here we go. I think that. All right. So, well, yeah. then I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll stall, as they say, and I'll give yeah. you a fun fact. Yeah, give us a fun fact. Fun fact. Stone Cold Steve Austin only ever won his WWE world titles at Raw or WrestleMania. Nowhere else. Desperation in my clothes. I rove it to that money clothes. Bring the range in the scope. Sick and tired of being broke. Nine to five, that's a hoax. They used to paint me as a joke. Now I'm dominating in the pose. Damn, see me thumbing through them pesos. Summon everything I pray for. Miles running, what do they know? Drake, go for you fake hoes. Major moves. The Spanish announce table.